Welcome back to the X Podcast. I am sitting across from Tim Moore. You're listening to the voice of Russ Moore. And we have oh adjacent what Tim would call oh no. Let's not Toes in the Brown Zach. How do you feel about that Freudian slip of the tongue of uh, last episode from Chief over here? Okay, well, this is a good time for me to clear the air. Uh-huh. The, the toes in the water or toes in the brown, however you want to call it. Whoa. Uh, I don't know if I appreciate or like any of those references. So I blame well, Russ for that. We well, need. We hold need, on a second. Wanna, is it God, the universe, new... or your mom's fault that you have the literal exact same name as a famous country star? Uh, I don't know whose fault it Which is. Which one was here first? I'm going to assume he, he was. was. He the, was. The band. He's older than I am. The band. So yeah, the band. But technically, the band didn't exist before I was born. That's what I'm saying. So you therefore, also, I was here first. You also yourself play on your own name. Because so, you named your daughter Charlie Brown. Is that like Santa did. play? Yeah. Can we clear the air? <laughs> no. When you All say right. Santa play, what? <laughs> what? Actually, no. 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 That therapy we don't need to, to <laughs> deal with the trauma you caused. Um, okay. uh, right, uh, right now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. Mr. Wordsmith Wiggle Boy over here. Wordsmith <laughs> Wiggle Boy. Can we have a conversation about both of your <laughs> choice of words? I have I no problem to, with the choice of I, words. I, Need you to come up with a new na- nickname for me on the podcast right now. Well, should we go off the fact that you go by Zach, but end every email and voicemail with Zachary? Should we go <laughs> like more like official? That? Yeah, uh, in our new nickname, Lord Zachary, uh, <laughs> uh, Lord Twinkles, actually. Oh. Yeah, so his name is Twinkles, by the way. On um, passwords, emails, and when we do Uh, staff avatars and gaming tags. Right. I also just learned before this podcast began what is it LARPing is? LARPing. 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 Yeah. Zach likes to go LARPing every Friday. No, I don't. He dresses up, goes out in a park. No, I do not. I categorically deny. Any incantations no, on other categorically people. Categorically deny any <laughs> okay. of these accusations. <laughs> LARPing, though, is live action role play. There are people who dress up. I like up how you say it just like it's normal. You just, it rolls off the tongue. Oh, trust me. There's nothing normal about people that do live action role play. <laughs> <laughs> what was it last night? Oh, no, apologies. You, you asked you me do. who Matt Mercer was. Yeah, we have a yeah we have an interesting group text um, from. Th- there was a time. I don't know if you heard about this. Whoa. Zachary just dropped his ring on the table and it shattered uh we you know what let's get started okay we need to get started (laughs) let's Let's go go. let's get started enough bantering zachary is the new nickname uh that's not a nickname harry zachary (laughs) not not any better how about uh, i prefer toes in the brown (laughs) 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 harry Harry zachary (laughs) zachary potter Oh, we'll, no. we'll keep trying. We'll okay. keep trying. Harry Brown. Uh, <laughs> um, Zachary with a big mind. <laughs> we have all these. I feel like a lot of these are inside type of like well, nicknames. If you're, you're going to go Harry, why not homeschool Harry? <laughs> 
Homeschool. Can we start calling you Zachary Homeschool, homeschool Harry. Harry Brown? <laughs> okay. I like it. <laughs> this has turned into the opposite. <laughs> there comes Homeschool Harry. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> the opposite of what Listen, uh, this I can't grow beard, so I'm jealous. Yeah. Ever since the Neither can he. Grade. Actually, started shaving. I would really like to see you with a beard. It looks horrible. But I wish what? I could grow a beard. You can't? But it, it, it looks it, like it, you had the You look dirty. The facial When I I can grow a decent dirty. 5 o'clock shadow. Well, but then, if I tr- but if hey, but right here at the table, but when we want five o'clock shadow this Sunday. Yep. Okay. Maybe. Uh, no, no, I want to see five o'clock shadow. Okay. okay. Wait. Just okay. I can grow five o'clock shadow. It'll take me until Friday at five o'clock, and then I'll be dirty. <laughs> like I said, my wife always says, <laughs> like it just she what? she always what? says if I don't shave, she she can tell by the yeah. end of the day. She goes, "You didn't shave today, did you?" Hmm. No. She's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Why?" She always says it makes you look dirty. <laughs> Like like when I like it grows in a little stubbly and it looks bad. She was like, it just makes your face look dirty. <laughs> well, so I'm so, I'm sorry for that emotion. But I am excited. I've never seen you, you with have. a five o'clock shadow. You have because people what? anytime no. I don't shave for three or four days, people always go, oh, it looks when, good. Why when do we do see this? I never seen never it. remember seeing you. I met, I bet you're going on one full longer. day. You didn't shave this morning, did you? No, I can tell you look dirty. Thank you. you look <laughs> filthy. Okay, but if I started to grow like an actual beer, like. Like Zach's here, it grows in splotchy and red. It actually has a red tint. Whoa! To it. Yes, I don't know why, but my facial hair has a red tint. No, only on my face. That's, uh, that's I want to see it. Same with me. The red is in the beard. Well, but yeah, I, I see that. But I mean, I haven't seen it on him. I kind of want to see it. Okay, for our Anyways, listeners and viewers, there we've so already lost everybody. This is a waste of time. Let's we, go. Um, okay, so to talk about. This past Sunday, you began a powerful new series that I have not been able to catch up on so yet. So then, you but don't know. I've heard it's amazing, and all the quotes from it were great. And we've talked about this uh, template um, for a long time, this this idea of, of who you can be in a certain amount of time. We underestimate what can happen uh, in a day. In a short amount of time, we, uh, we overestimate what can happen in a short amount of time. We underestimate what can happen in the long haul yeah. with consistent habits and vision and goals and um, so I'm really excited. It's called Me and Three. Yep. But sadly, I missed it uh, because I was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my one of our friends, mm-hmm. uh, EJ, was inducted mm-hmm. as a pastor. EJ Brown. Cool EJ Brown. No relation to. No nope. relation Zachary, to Zachary Brown. Harry Brown. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, no relation to homeschool Harry. He. Uh, but we became ministry friends in Atlanta. It's really cool because. Uh, Anyways, long, cool story. I'm going to get into some other time. But anyways, it was a really meaningful, surreal trip and time with him. About 50 of his ministry friends and family from all over the country. It, I mean, Atlanta, Dallas, Memphis, even his best friend who's a chaplain right now in Italy flew in. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, cool. it was, that many people showed up for it. That's pretty awesome. Oh, cool. it was amazing. And I'd have three people show up. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Um, well, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about my fear. Oh, uh, yes. later okay yes. but anyways wh- one of the mornings i was there he asked me because you know me i if, if you don't know me whenever i go to these kind of cities i've been to seattle once before but i found a way to slip into the city and do my own thing and explore and mm-hmm. and do all the rust things but one particular saturday he asked me to stay back because he technically lives in tacoma i didn't realize that SeaTac, Seattle tacoma is pretty much uh, dfw so if you're familiar with texas at all it's dallas fort worth it's like the middle city in between seattle and tacoma and that's where his church is and he asked me to stay behind have breakfast with him and some of his friends just like five or six of us really cool breakfast coffee time one of the guys has been mentoring that flew in from dallas first time on a plane 20 years old uh young kid and but ej just been kind of like 
developing him, mentoring him, teaching him. And you can feel, tell he feels kind of this tug towards vocational full-time employed ministry. Yeah. And so he just, you can tell he's just, his wheels are turning and he took a moment and then just asked that, Hey, can I ask you something? I said, sure. He, he said, how do you know if you're called into full-time ministry? Hmm. He said, would you mind telling me your story? And so we ended up having like a beautiful conversation. All of us did. I shared a little bit of my story, wisdom that was passed down to me when I was deciphering what I'm going to do with my life, collective wisdom I've heard from, you know, down, down the years that I think is helpful to people asking that question. But anyways, we can go back to that larger question later, but it reminds me of something we've been talking about for a while now, which is we get a lot of people from time to time ask us what it's like to work in church Mm -hmm. and more specifically what it's like to work in this church. And one of the things we kind of talk about a lot that could be interesting is I think a lot of people have a certain impression of what it's like to be in ministry Mm -hmm. before they're in ministry. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think I think it differs, but I think a lot of times I'm curious what y'all think. I think a lot of times people that are really genuinely passionate about Jesus, passionate about the church. Yeah. I don't know what they have in mind. I think sometimes maybe they have in mind. Man, we are going to pray all, all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're gonna have it's gonna be an all day worship set. Yeah. We're gonna like pray for each other. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be listening to Elevation, and it's just going to be, man, this spiritual high, mm-hmm. and I'll get paid for it. Yeah, um, Is that kind of what you guys experience from the people you talk to? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What do you think I mean, people... Yeah. Okay. What do you think people have in mind? Because I'm sure y'all have that, too, if people ask, mm-hmm. you know, questions and be curious of what it's like behind the scenes mm. at church, especially our church. I think, I think for me, a lot of people see... So a lot of who we are, we will actually put out for people to see, like on social media or different things like that. We're not afraid to be true to who we are. And I think a lot of people see like a lot of fun or they see kind of what we do and they just think, not maybe is it spiritual, but is it, it's it's also a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people sometimes have that impression um, that they can be a lot of fun. But then I think when you begin to actually peel back some of the layers um, and you understand what we do day in and day out, that... Yes, it's spiritual. Yes, it's fun, but it's also work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot that goes into making church happen, kind of on a weekend and week out basis. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, uh, the best way I think to describe it is, I think there, the whole idea of a calling and a vocational ministry aside, because mm-hmm. I think that's a, a, a different piece of this, but. I think what people experience when we're together, um, the energy, the excitement, the momentum of the Sunday gatherings, there, there's something special that happens mm-hmm. in a church on Sunday. I think that's one of the attractional thing to church experience. It's not just the music and the message, and the, but I think it's the environment, it's the people, it's the community, it's seeing each other, it's the joy that people experience. Yeah. I, I think what sometimes gets missed is people when their primary interactions with us is creating, is in those environments, that yep. they just assume that it's kind of like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And we, we constantly have, have people that I think are surprised when they show up in an, a, a job or another situation and find out, oh, no, you got meetings mm-hmm. you have to go to. There's planning. There's uh, paperwork. Mm-hmm. There's software programs that you have to know. 
how mm-hmm. to do. There's, you know, there's workflows mm-hmm. that you have to get in. There's tickets that you have to close when people, you know, through forms and inquiries and things like that. So there, a lot of people just don't know that there's really a business side to making yep. the community yep. aspect work. Mm-hmm. Um, the community, it's, it's interesting because, right, the church in itself is like an organic uh, community mm-hmm. that like the essence of it is the organic nature of a community. But for a, an organization as a church to function, there is a lot of organizational work that has to be done behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yep. And so maybe a good day for us just to peel back the curtain and say, what does it look like Monday through Thursday? What does it look like during the week? And I think mm-hmm. what a lot of people may not know is most people we've we've kind of allowed some flexibility in schedules as of late, but there's a schedule. There's being hit a certain time on Monday and a full work day, and there's meetings and mm-hmm. we do have fun. Yeah, I mean that's one of the values that we just really you know that we kind of hold on yeah. to for our team. But yeah, I think that it would be easy for people. And again, just is we're talking specifically the context of our staff, yeah. our yeah. church, yeah. because just like. Just like you, it'd be one thing to say, well, what's it like to work at a business? Well, yeah. it depends on what business. Yeah. Same They're thing with different. church. Every church is yeah. so different. Every yeah. church culture is so different. Yeah. With with our church culture and staff, I think it'd be easy to fall into one of two extremes of errors. I think, one, I think on our end, uh, we should not take for granted what we're used to. Right. Yeah. That we, in many ways, we are so fortunate mm-hmm. that it's not a perfect no place is perfect, yeah. but it is a really healthy, enjoyable place to work yeah. for the most part. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know we're very fortunate. That most of us are really, really good friends. Yep, mm-hmm. um, we're not perfect, but it is a really healthy place. There is a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. We do really invest in our employees. We really do prioritize celebration and fun and yep. honor and treating mm-hmm. people well and honoring people well and caring about each other's families, emotional health, spiritual health, physical. Like it, it, it is in many ways a dream place to work. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be wrong to minimize that or take that for granted on one end but on the other end again everybody's perspective of church is different Mm -hmm. but it does seem that some people that are on the outside probably would be surprised by as fun as we are we're also equally serious yeah Yeah. (laughs) and um and probably comparatively to a lot of churches our culture is high feedback Mm mm-hmm um, if you have thin skin, it's, yeah. it's going to be tough. Uh, or um, fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're used to kind of slow, casual, that you'd struggle. Um, we're and, um, and just for real quick, yeah. I want to pause on just that because mm-hmm. some people's only experience with church may have been ours. We have a lot of people that come to mm-hmm. our church and maybe for the first time. And I've always been surprised at this because this has kind of been, well, the only place I've worked outside of business has been this church, mm-hmm. right? Outside mm-hmm. of my business or, you know, public sector, working for state government, federal government, other things, you right? Ran, Which are jobs. ran a donut shop and, before this. And when I ran a donut shop, uh, again. But I didn't run a donut shop. But one of the things that I am always surprised by is to hear about different church environments where the staff don't really work. <laughs> yeah. it, they do exist. <laughs> I'm like shocked yeah, when true. I hear it. Well, no, yes. seriously, like it's where it's like, yeah, well, what's the pastor, pastor might come in for about four hours that week. 
Pastors are going to play in golf and preach on the weekends. Well, I, I'm not going to say that's what they do. I've heard yeah. of churches around here that I've always gotten shocked and surprised when someone else would tell me, yeah, did you know that's that? And they, you know, the pastor, and I, I don't know about all the staff, but I've heard this about about some places, about all of the staff, that it's like yeah, they come in maybe four hours a week to have whatever, and they just kind of like, you know, get their little things done for the ministry or whatever, and it's very loose and mm-hmm. non-committal. Uh, that sounds bad. I'm not saying they're not committed. I'm just saying, like, yeah. n- the requirements of— it's We create low. a culture and an environment and an office environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some places don't. Yeah. yeah. And so I just want to highlight that, mm-hmm. as you were just saying, not all churches and not all cultures and staff environments yeah. are the same. Like, we intentional like— I remember the pandemic where we're all on Zoom and disconnected mm-hmm. for a few months and honestly I was like this is this is bogus I can't wait to be back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy the mm-hmm. collaborative nature of yeah. what we do, the creative nature that happens mm-hmm. in those kind of environments. I yeah. miss the fun. Like these yeah. are yeah. I I find and I think most people do when they get on our staff is very quickly the people that they are doing ministry with become either friends you 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 find close community and it feels like family yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it really does mm-hmm. it f- feels like family and and i think what you said about describing it i think we have fun but we also run hard yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, it, it, you know it's interesting you can almost tell what a culture is like by what would stand out with a sore thumb Mm-hmm. Uh, here, if you don't know how to have fun, you're you're gonna stand out. Yeah. Here, if you don't work hard, yeah, you're also gonna stand out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like a, a self, an unofficial self policing to mm-hmm. where if, if you're not working hard, but you're also not having fun, yeah. and you take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I, I think, and this is a good thing. I, I think our culture is one of those things where humility is cool. Mm-hmm. If you start not being humble, yeah. you're gonna stand out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Were, were you going to say something? Well, just I was going to sum up uh, probably a good word to kind of sum up some things you were saying. And I was talking about this with Rebecca last night. Is I think our culture is a place where high expectations yeah. are are mm-hmm. the norm. Yes. Um. And I think that you know. Yeah. There's a lot yes. of places where maybe that's not the case. Right. Yeah. Um. And so it, it's fun. Um. We enjoy being together, but also there's a sense of. No, we're here to accomplish something. Yeah. We're here to get things done. And there's, as you're working, there's both high expectations placed on us by ourselves, but also our leadership and where we're at. And because we feel like it's important what we do. Yeah, yeah. there's very high expectations. It's high vision, high demand. Okay, so yeah, well, let's go behind, because you mentioned money through, you know, our office hours are money through Thursday for mm-hmm. most, most employees. People mm-hmm. might, it is funny. I still have people, not often, but from time to time, be like, so, you know, like, what's your job during the week? Like, um, do you get paid <laughs> by the church? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like my full time. Yeah. So like, some people might be surprised to hear we, we have about 20 paid employees. Paid, 20 full time. Full time paid, paid employees on staff. People may not know that. We have probably a few. Like part part time and some sti- obviously some stipend positions mm-hmm. as well. So let, let's let's peel the layers behind the scenes. It's funny because a lot of times I'll bring an idea of like something personal. And you will be like, I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> this is one of those ones that I'm like, I don't think anybody's gonna care about this. But you know, uh, uh, well, let's talk about your struggle uh, with receipts. Whole homeschool Harry, my struggle with receipts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was oh, just trying to think man. of some funny way to put it. No, that's probably not false. Um, do you struggle with receipts? I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Know. I'm not the greatest. Um, and it, uh, but but that's Penny a, and Jenny. We. I just. I owe you my life. I. Uh, <laughs> I love you. 
Um, but that's a great example. There's um, and depending on your role, and and we're also like any other organization, we've evolved over time and yeah. how like what rhythms are like yeah. and like what you know. Um, like for instance, I remember when I first got here. Like there's there's some churches where I don't even know this is where we should start, but there's some churches that maybe to your point earlier, everything is what somebody would deem as spiritual. Yeah, they literally do pray all the time. Yeah, and that which is awesome. Yeah, that's not. But you came and said, "I'm just not really into that." <laughs> no, and can not, we just pray on Sunday. That's and not true at all. Said, okay, but it's funny. But one of the people that um, that I was leading when we were in Lancaster one day asked me. They said, "Hey, I saw one of the people on our team uh, like praying uh, and doing their devotion." And, like, and he wasn't trying to tattle. He's like, "How do you feel about that?" Because our our last boss, like, you never ever did that. Like, or you know, you'd be in trouble. And I'm like, I, I think there's a, I think there's a balance. I think yeah. uh, when you come to work, you come to work, and just like any yeah. other job, your quote unquote devotions. If you're a follower of Jesus, that should be something you did yeah. at home yeah. before you come. Right. I said the same time there is, and maybe this is where we should dive in. There is an interesting overlap, complex nature to what we do, to where it is also spiritual. Yeah. And so I told this person, it was, it was our youth pastor at the time. I said, hey, if you know. Look, like I don't don't come in here and because you overslept into your devotions. Yeah. But if you got a if you got a uh, a Wednesday night s- something yeah. coming up and and you want to gather some leaders and spend some do time it. in prayer, then do that. I, as long as yeah. you get your work done, I'm not going to be uh, a, a stickler for that. And so part of it, just like any organization, is finding culturally what are our rhythms, yeah. how do we flow in that kind of stuff, how how do we give rope but not let things be abused or taken for granted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking to rhythms, okay, because I don't want to leave the poor people hanging. You were starting to talk through like some of the work week and what that looked like. If I can sum up, maybe in thirty seconds or less. Uh, Monday we come in, we do like kind of an all staff rally. There's we split out from there into departmental meetings and get some things done. Then we kind of end Monday, looking forward to next Sunday. Tuesday's a day that we all kind of spread out to work on the things that we talked about on Monday and get some things done. Um, trying to wrap all that up by Wednesday so that by Thursday as we're coming in here um, we're uh, tying the final boat so we're kind of overseeing okay let's make sure all the things are ready for Sunday we have everything set in place we're good to go so that by the time we're leaving on Thursday we're ready to go for the weekend we also spend some try to allot some time on Thursday to maybe look ahead to future beyond things down the road yeah a a corporate mantra we had brought in in 2018 that uh, we don't really follow but kind of related to what you're saying is this whole idea of meeting monday mm-hmm. tackle tuesday wrap up wednesday mm-hmm. thinking thursday mm-hmm. uh the part of that that stays consistent is mondays yes, <laughs> so, yes. so let's yes. just be really honest about it correct um yeah mondays in case this doesn't bore anybody to tears, basically, you know, our office hours are nine to five, Monday through Thursday, and then of course all day Sunday. Um, and we can go into what "quote unquote" hours look like when you're in ministry, anyways. Because the truth is, depending on your level of ministry, you're never really off. Yeah. You add into that events, mm-hmm. dinners, taking people out. Like it's it's just a it's a an influx, mm-hmm. fluid, yeah, kind of schedule to be honest. But Mondays. Uh, Nine o'clock, nine fifteen. We have rally, and that is all the staff comes together. If you're a servant, if you're a volunteer, what we call servant leaders on Sundays is kind of our version of what we do on Sundays before the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stand in a circle and we take two of our cultural uh, standards, values, 
um, which are honor and celebration, and we take time to celebrate what happened on the weekend. And we just, it's a high priority for us. For unity's sake, for morale, for vision, we celebrate what's going on, what God did. We celebrate life change. We celebrate stories of how people were impacted. We celebrate. And then we take a moment to honor. It's so easy. We, we just think unity is the glue and the power that makes a culture and a team effective. And so we take time to see each other. And to, we, we bring a, a football that actually has our standards on it. And we throw the football. Yeah. And we take time to, to um, see each other and celebrate each other. Um, and then somebody, we, we, we switch this up all the time. It might be a devotion, quick leadership thought that follows that. Sometimes we'll eat a quick meal together. Sometimes about once every two months we'll do an all staff, which is half yeah. a day of leadership development, or we'll bring in somebody. We'll spend time, maybe every, occasionally Tucker will bring in an acoustic guitar. We'll sing, pray together, whatever. It, it can look different, and we are always constantly experimenting with rhythms. But that's rally. That's basically nine. 15 to 9 45 10 o'clock and then different departments break up Mm -hmm. um into different meetings um throughout the day um one of the uh universal meetings that a lot of people are in is called tech meeting Mm -hmm. (laughs) so maybe we should talk about that for a minute Mm -hmm. yeah um and uh, that's basically people that are involved in programming production yeah um and for whatever reason me um, we haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> at times. And we're reviewing the last weekend and looking forward to the next couple weekends. Yeah. And we're looking at rundowns. We're looking at, at planning. And yeah. that can go for anywhere from one hour to, 30 to 4, 4.30, whatever. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. It just does. Um, and then, yeah, honestly, Tuesdays through Thursdays are, um, in case you really care, right now it's Wednesday. We record our podcast typically. One o'clock on Wednesdays. Um, Tuesdays, uh, you know, we, we're, we're experimenting with hybrid right now. So a lot of our team on Tuesdays mm-hmm. specifically. Like for me, uh, that is at least every other week a content creation day where I'll, I'll kind of go off site and I'll work hybrid. And whether it's working on a, a lab or a message or, you know, something for the future, mm-hmm. a, a pro, some sort of endeavor working on hired at level, we'll, I'll try to work on that. Um, and then, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, we're getting ready. We're meeting with people. All of us are meeting with people throughout the week. We're mm-hmm. uh, meeting with our teams. We're meeting with people from the church. Uh, we're planning. We're getting stuff done. But I don't know if y'all feel like this. I, I feel like, no, it, it's funny when people are like, what does your week look like? I mean, besides somewhat Monday, every week looks different. Mm-hmm. And especially with a church like ours, we're pretty event-driven. There's yeah. so many events that are coming up. There's so many special yeah. occasions. There's so many special elements, usually on Sundays, or there's some outreach week coming up, or there's Easter, or there's Christmas, yeah. or there's... And so every week just looks so different. And because of the nature of your leadership, we're always moving into new into new uh, uh, fields. We're always pioneering. We're always yeah. trying new things. And so I feel like just... Any day, there's there's no. T- I don't know about how y'all feel. I feel like there's no typical Wednesday. Mm. I don't think there's a typical week. No, yeah. it really varies. Yeah, from yeah. week to week. So I don't know if any of that rambling helped. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good general overview, and it is dynamic. I would say the environment because of the flow of the year, the calendar. Yeah, and the so just like we put out seasons on. within our our church, it, it really does. Um, you know, youth have their own mm-hmm. kind of rhythms that they have they got like and the reason why it's so dynamic is because well they'll have winter camp coming up so there'll be all kinds of preparation going into that there'll be Mm -hmm. extra hours there'll be Mm -hmm. you know things like that happening so i think there's just 
I think there's a variety of things and that are happening during the week. It's not static. Yeah. It's not everybody just in here doing the same thing Monday through Friday, well, Thursday. Well, all the ministries are doing their own things. I think it might be interesting for people to hear that Like one thing that we do do is we have internal goals mm-hmm. that we have yep. departmentally and even across the entire ministry. We'll, we'll even mm-hmm. have, um, there, there's a book, Four Disciplines of Execution, that talks about uh, ha- having a wig, a wildly important goal mm-hmm. uh, that we have. And so we have those internally. That yeah. We say, mm-hmm. hey, we've come together. We've, through meetings and strategy and thought and planning, said this is kind of where we're moving as a staff uh, for, and we'll do it for the course of a year, and then we'll kind of break that out as to different teams and how we're going to yep. do things like that. Yeah. So uh, there are objectives internally within yeah. the context of that work week that we are making strides to moving towards. We're I think getting it, reports on analytics and different things like that. No, I think you bring up a good point, which I think some people imagine that ministry is – I'm trying to think of a really good term for this. Silos? Well, it's just, no, I was, I was going to say more of like, I guess what I don't want people to think is we babysit the ministry. Mm-hmm. We don't just like, well, whatever need comes up, we take care of. Mm-hmm. And I think people know us probably know that, but we are very intentional about what we're building. Yes. Yeah. And so we'll have a roadmap for what the next year, two years, three years, what we're building toward our internal team and staff from this last fall. Uh, kind of have a picture mm-hmm. of like what we're building toward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're constantly developing new things with yep. what we're talking yep. about in the future in our church mm-hmm. that we're we're always i i think we never settle mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah I mean, it's just a great way of saying it in it as a church and that spills over to what we do as a staff yeah yeah and so there are like you said great there are objectives there are things we're pursuing. There are we measure, mm-hmm. and then we also uh, pursue, mm-hmm. you know, things. And so we constantly are measuring how are we doing it? Are we growing this? What areas aren't doing well? How do we need to go back and visit? Like this isn't working well. What do we need to kill? Yeah, th- th- this may be. You guys have brought up some words that are probably good. Like when you said um, high expectation. Yeah. I think another word. I mean, I know it's a buzzword, but I think another word that may sh- would shock people until they got behind scenes is intentional. Yeah. That, that, I mean, from culture to decor to goals that are set to the way we approach stuff to language used yep. to communication development to leadership development to servant feedback. leaders to feedback. We are, are um, and, and not as a uh, backpack because not everybody would like this. I'm not yeah. even saying this in a, a braggy no. way, but I'm just saying um, we're probably more anal and intentional yes. um, than people might would expect um and and it doesn't mean we're always right right um so there's we not nitpick we nitpick to make it great and so the, yeah that's so and we, and, we're, and we get it wrong a yes, lot yeah. i wouldn't say but we're highly intentional on why and how we do everything we do to give an example i mean just really in the minutiae we, we just got done with christmas experiences here at the church and as part of that this thing that we do every year i mean this is something we've done every year for the last five years is we take a survey at the end of every christmas experience well, I can't tell you the amount of time that went into picking each question oh, yeah, we on that survey. Over it. And then thinking about, okay, well, how long do we want it to be in the experience? And then mm-hmm. how are we going to phrase, like, getting into getting people to take it? How do we want people to take it? I mean, there's, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, hours of thought that go into just that one yeah. small piece yeah. of a Christmas experience. Of something that we've done for five years now. So you think we'd be... <laughs> 
good I mean, at it. Yeah, we'll we'll spend hours on three minutes of hosting and what are we going to say and how long and or it is funny. I think I just told y'all, but uh, shout out to Tommy. He's been coming for a couple of years and you know we'll we go to the same gym, work out together. And about a month ago, we're just on the treadmill and he's like, you know what's crazy? He goes, I was looking this past Sunday. And like the, he didn't know how to describe it, but basically the lower third, he's like, the lower third graphic was the exact same graphic as from the series mm-hmm. that they had the verse in. And he's like, he goes, I just want, and it was kind of one of those cool, like, he goes, if you don't think people notice, like we notice. He's like, all the little, because like one of our values is excellence. Excellence Excellent. is our presentation. Yeah. And so we spent a disproportionate amount of time yeah. and energy, not perfectionism, but ex- yeah. endeavoring for a spirit of excellence in everything we do. And, and, we believe in the power of beauty yeah, and artistry and design. If you don't and, appreciate that, mm-hmm. you will not enjoy working here. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if yeah. you are not about the presentation of what you're creating and it mm-hmm. being excellent. I mean, we have a funny, we have a funny text thread <laughs> um, that was <laughs> yeah. off something that we started years and years ago, but then the thread got revived mm-hmm. and it's called Small Church. <laughs> And that's not the knock about size of church. It's more about mentality mindset. of church yes. mindset. The mindset being um, uh, an environment that doesn't, so someone doesn't really care if it looks bad. Yeah. And so we'll go around, and when we see something that looks like that does not belong, somebody, I mean, I remember a long, long time ago, it's like the Can whole we talk idea about what drives of, you crazy? It's like just taking a sign and posting it on there. This is what drives you crazy. Water bottle. Water bottle left on stage. Oh, yeah. If I see a water bottle left on the platform <laughs> while the band's already started, I've, like, texted someone and going, why did we – who left a water bottle on this? And, so, and somebody may be listening to this thinking, that is so picky. But I, I'll never forget something. Stephen, I listened to a Stephen Furtick small group leader training 15 years ago, and he made this statement. He said, environment is always the last 10% you think about, but it's the first 10% people notice. Mm-hmm. So while it may sound picky, what we know yeah. is that ev- the collective elements that mm-hmm. people through their five senses experience, they walk into a place, yep. is the sermon before the sermon. Yep. Before they've ever, yep. before you ever open your mouth, yep. they have non-verbally heard a message preached about how important this is yeah. and how much this matters. We, we would lit- I would, I mean, I, I have at times literally would be outside picking some weeds out on a Sunday morning because I can't stand the way (laughs) it looks and imagining first time guests walking up and seeing them. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we get them all the time, but like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff just drives me nuts because of what you said Mm -hmm. that we are not just presenting. Like, I don't look at it like, well, we're presenting ourselves. We're presenting the gospel. Mm -hmm. We're presenting it. It could be the first time Mm -hmm. or someone's ever been in church. Mm-hmm. We, we want them to have an excellent experience. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not just in what happens in the room auditorium that we, that matters. That's why we spend a lot of time. We obsess. I mean, if people <laughs> knew how much we would obsess over a set plan yeah. and go, we have a key change from B flat to, you know, C, this isn't good. I mean, honestly, we're outing ourselves, and, and it's not, I really hope anybody listening, first off, I just don't know if anybody cares, but if they do care, we're, it's not a braggy thing. I think people would honestly be, I think people would honestly think we're maniacs. Yeah. No, I, I do too. Uh, I mean, because we, we probably of, seem so laid back on yeah. Sundays, but it's also, have, we yeah. are maniacs about details. Yeah. But, but I think that can be one of the things, you, we opened up talking about the question of, of what it looks like to work in ministry. I, I think that can be one of the things that kind of turns things on its head, because you get into ministry sometimes with the goal of I, I want to help people yeah. or I want to like I want to reach people well the way you reach people is making sure the trash is picked up yeah and so pick up trash 
Yeah, hey. and, and it just it, it. I think it maybe is a is a. I don't want to say missed expectations, but it just you your experience is different than what you expect. Yeah. going into ministry. I agree. Because you're going to get somebody fussing at you because of the way you said that mm-hmm. in a hosting moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, geez, is it that big of a deal? Yes, it is. And it's kind of the whole, if you allow, it's like you allow one water bottle and don't care. <laughs> Guess what's going to happen? Next time you're going to end up with three or four water bottles on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, that stuff mm-hmm. grows. So it's, it's, all about, mm-hmm. it's all about just maintaining the culture mm-hmm. of the experience that mm-hmm. people have. Yeah. And so we do. We obsess over key changes and going, that's awkward. Where are we going to get this weird transition key change to? Is this moment, how long have people been standing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we actually do talk about that. Yeah. We talk about in a worship set like this. Okay, we're going into a baptism moment, but the, out of it we're coming to that. Should we have them sit before we do the baptism moment or mm-hmm. after it? We do what What's the mm-hmm. energy that we want to have in this transition moment? I mean, we, mm-hmm. we talk about a variety of things. And I if mean, you're even like the screen changing yeah. like that. <laughs> that screen just changed and now it's back but like we notice those kind of things any little thing we just pick up on that was great lydia the way you threw that in there <laughs> and if you're listening you're like i never even noticed that then yeah that's, that's why that's why yeah. you don't notice yeah. it because we have yeah we want to create we want it to be distraction distraction free. excellently distraction free yeah yeah um uh, okay so Let's. What, what else? Like what? what How about what this? Was, What's yeah. what is a moment mm-hmm. favorite that moment. E- favorite moment that each of us maybe look to every week that when we when we come in our jobs, what we do. You want to go first? Favorite moment. Uh, I'll I'll name one, but it it might sound um, it might sound brown nosing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, me and you uh, every Wednesday. Yeah. Meet early to quote pray. It is and, to quote pray, and we never pray. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, we, that we, sounds so bad. It does. No, we we pray a little bit. I'm but, always pushing. But us you're, to go. Like, I love, I love the. I, I mean, this sounds so whatever, but I really do love the fact. Yeah. Whatever job you're at, this is true. It doesn't matter if yeah. it's ministry, but you know, there's so many studies out right now that the reason people say jobs because they have friends yeah. there. Yeah. And I love the fact that we get to do this with our friends yeah it's fun. and i love the conversations i have with you too and i love that i, I know at least once a week you and i, I either i'm gonna pop in your office to yep. say something quick yeah or we're gonna meet to quote pray and we're gonna end up we do pray we just end up talking way more than we <laughs> wanted yeah. to and but, but I, I i love those moments they're yep. always life-giving conversations yeah um and uh, i love our podcast uh, this is yeah. always a, a a fun time um i don't want to steal yours I think one of the funniest times oh, all week is tech meeting. Oh yeah, um, but but okay. There's a specific reason why tech meeting is so funny. Um, tech can we, meeting can we, can is we talk, can we talk about it's why fabulously tech is inefficient? Yes, it is. Let me okay. The, okay, let me just. Say, Which sounds weird because we talk about how intentional we, we are. We are, and it is. I would say, for the most part, it is about the one meeting that we. I am fine with it not being efficient because I'm all about efficiency. <laughs> he really is. I yes. am. Uh, but I, of all the meetings, and it, okay, here's here's my mindset mm-hmm. on tech meeting because I'm, I myself, me and Maria have often been to blame for the longevity of our tech meetings and how we don't get anything you done. Know, I'm glad that you take ownership because uh, I'm usually pointed at and accused. You're a 
you you, had you jump humor. on to any little moment <laughs> to what? create more chaos. Yes, more chaos. That's where that's where you come in. That's your special gift, your spiritual gift, mm. uh, creating chaos around a, a moment that you find funny. Mm. And you know, that, that, um, that is very. It is, is so true. It is, very it is absolutely true. His spiritual never heard gift. My gift articulated. Yes, in that it manner. is. It is your spiritual gift. Okay. Um, but I, I, okay, a couple things that I see for tech meeting. Okay. Number one, um, it is for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe a little bit of our our team from Sunday and what we build up to, it feels as much about decompression <laughs> as it is about planning. Mm-hmm. That's good. So yeah. I've always thought in the back of my mind that, number one, the people that are in this room usually are the ones that are responsible for executing Sunday's experience. Mm-hmm. Whether it's our sound and light engineer, Maria, whether it's me or you from either message hosting, you as well from that hosting pre-show. to online pre-show. He leads the pre-show and put it together. Pastor Trey. Tucker, from a worship standpoint, overall leading it. Uh, Matt, the production director, helps do it. Mm-hmm. So everybody's in there. And, and if anybody is ever inside of the smaller circle of us when it comes to Sunday, there is a level of w- intensity. The mm-hmm. fun, happy-go-lucky, what we do around tech meeting, goofing off, kind of drops off pretty quickly on Sundays. We still enjoy what we do, yeah. but there is more of a level of intensity. You'll focus. find that in focus in the text group, in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Who did this? That's not right. What happened? Yeah. And, oh, crap, I messed up. I did oh, push the button. I did weight. something. You'll feel a weight of it because we take it so seriously what we do on Sunday, even yeah. though we have fun when we do it. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that Monday tends to be a little bit of a decompression. Yeah. We do go back and review the previous weekend. Mm-hmm. the experience we talk about i mean the goal in that is to talk about what didn't go right and a lot of people on the team the creative team does they do a swat yeah yes, Every, that's, a, good that's, thing. A, that's so a business one type of our of standards is evaluation mm-hmm. and so we use swat which is strengths weaknesses opportunities threats yeah we swat every sunday yeah that may and, surprise and people in every event every yeah. big mm-hmm. event people will put in what do they think went well what was a weakness What's an opportunity to do better in yep. another one? What's a new idea, opportunity? And then were there any threats to the experience? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have that to go by. But then I usually a lot of it's I'm bringing observations, you know, that, hey, what happened with that graphic, that lyric? Why didn't we have a graphic for this? Why weren't we prepared for that? You know, mm-hmm. what happened with the lights in this mall? If it is that. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do that. And then once we're done with that, we'll move to the current, and we we'll get through it. But there's a lot of hilarity to us to, yeah. to that happens, I guess. And and, I don't know and why, but it just is crazy. The mix of pe- personalities we have in that room, and it doesn't help that I not only allow it, but I enable it. You do as the your enabler, lead person for the church in the room i enable it mm-hmm. in fact you participate I've been blamed to be one of the greatest proponents of you, yes. of creating uh havoc in that meeting mm-hmm. so i i know like my good buddy Stephen webb who would tell you every meeting needs to be 30 minutes unless you come in with an agenda hit those yeah. and you don't play nice and i like what you, i think i don't to me that's i don't i don't mind that kind of for a lot of meetings, but this one, mm. I'm okay with it. Well, and also, I don't know if you would view it this way. I think dep- decompression, that's a great word. I, I never looked at it like that, but that mm. really is what it is. But also for you personally, though, you are, I think, 
one of the many great things about the way you lead is you're very intentional. You're very actually relational mm-hmm. and you'll come up around and you'll talk to the mm-hmm. team and you'll, you'll do all that. But by nature of your occupation, a lot yeah, of your job self. is having to yeah. be in your room alone preparing for a message because yeah. Sunday's coming. Yeah. So I also, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like that's one of like your oper- that's one of your like scheduled social mm-hmm. moments of the week. It is. It is. And I and so that's why it's the most inefficient <laughs> meeting we have. It will start around two thirty mm. and sometimes go till four thirty. Yeah. Or <laughs> and or, or, or you know right when we're leaving. Or right when it's time to go. Sometimes we have other things. We'll move on and planning those and it'll go for an hour. Talk but about other experiences. We could up. if we were serious, nobody cracked a joke. Nobody took us on a tangent. If we sat in there, also Lydia. Let me mention Lydia. She's also in the room. Lydia is the one that's in the room that is bored out of her mind yeah. when we're joking. Uh, and then we'll turn around and look at Lydia, and Lydia will go, can we, can we start now? She, 35 yeah. minutes into it? So sweet. That happened on Monday. Lydia, the funny thing, I don't know if she's done this in a while. She used to, like. She doesn't have fun. There's all these, like, people going crazy, and then all of a sudden they'll go, so... So um, about this next weekend? on the rundown, yeah, <laughs> yes. Lydia is not amused by <laughs> our candor. No, she'll she'll silently giggle. Uh, I'll catch her silently. I don't giggling. think Lydia likes it at all. So let's talk about some of the humor a little bit because, why? Uh, be, uh, well, there's just, there's a couple of funny things that happen. First of all, you seem to believe that new words are invented every oh, yeah. single week. Talk to me about some of the words that you've heard in tech meetings. Oh yeah, so in tech meeting, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Tim and Pastor Trey and Matt. She said, that's a lie. I love tech meeting. Well, well you don't show it on your face when you say, can we move on? <laughs> Pastor kidding. Tim, Pastor Trey, and kidding. Matt will secretly uh, get together before each tech meeting and be like, what's our word of the month? <laughs> and they'll introduce a new made-up word, and okay. they'll say it at least 10 times per meeting. Um, it used to be dongles. Uh, for a while, it was fiber. Yeah. Yeah. For a while, That's it was gobos. Fiber internet. For a while, Go-go it was cameras. Romanoffs, uh, assassins. Okay. Um, it, and so I will occasionally uh, take that word yes. and uh, <laughs> say, "Well, what I think is yes." And I'll start, and then or you'll I, try to use it in a sentence. I'll try. I'll try or, with a serious. Or how about the be, other game? Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start uh, with the okay. other game. <laughs> People are going to think we're really mature. All right, so I. There may or may not be. I will not deny or confirm. No, there is. There no. may be a group text with me, Tucker, and Maria um, in tech meeting where uh, each tech meeting, one of us, we will take turns giving each other a challenge of a word to try to subtly incorporate into the conversation without anybody noticing. Yeah. And it's usually a ridiculous word. Yeah. My favorite proud moment is when they gave me tangerine. And you guys were in the middle of talking about some video set. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, I, I actually really resonate with that. I, th- I think what we could do is we could get our videographer and a family, I said, um, to really just show the power of what God can do um, in a family unit and show them at night, you know, um, outside, kind of walking together because the power of unity in a family. And they're walking up. And maybe there's a tangerine sunset uh, being painted over the hills. And only Pastor Trey looked up and goes, did you just say tangerine sunset? Because <laughs> I wanted. Well, but that's because half of us would expect you to say something crazy <laughs> yes, exactly. like that, anyways. <laughs> exactly. That you would do you that. Would paint oh a picture. my god! You know, the did you see tangerine that yeah. painted stars? Anyways, that... so tech meeting would be one of the highlights okay. for me. Do you have a highlight? Uh, I would say not to piggyback off you, but I, I, just, I think 
the best moments are the moments that are unscripted and unplanned. So whether it's yeah. the lunches or it's mm-hmm. the yeah. like when you okay we're gonna pop down and let's talk about this one thing, but it turns into strategizing, planning yeah. over other things, and I just those moments happen when sometimes when you least expect them. Impromptu mm-hmm. ideation, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's fun. Yes, and impromptu okay. bonding. So let's go with this. Okay, let's go with this because we're, we're we got to get going. Okay. We're running out of time. This has okay. been a long episode. I think people already tuned us off. Maybe not. They might actually find this interesting. But let me give you. I wrote down some pros. Okay, for working in ministry. Okay, and some cons. I'll go through them kind of quickly. But if you guys have something to say, it kind of it kind of hits on one of those things you said. Pros. Here's a few pros. Right. Um, I put on here that I love what we get to do, that we get to serve people and lead people spiritually. And I just think there's such an honor Mm -hmm. in that. Like, you know, there's not that there's anything, um, not like it's better than what somebody can do in the marketplace of building a business, selling a product, doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think we feel a, an eternal weight and an appre- significance is a good word yeah. um and mm-hmm. appreciation for what we get to do mm-hmm. and we're often you know serving with people in the hardest moments so that's mm-hmm. that's also on here uh that's a pro mm-hmm. i put we get to meet with people from the church that i i just think we love this whether it's coffees whether it's lunches it's not mm-hmm. often that you're getting paid to have fun to have fun in life and um spiritual conversations with people mm-hmm. yeah. and i think part of shepherding includes that yeah yep um we get to be creative. Yep. Many workplaces don't get that. Like, mm-hmm. you have a job to do. It's business. It's mm-hmm. this job, this invoice, pay this vendor. That mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by what we do naturally, the experiences that we create, the the way we're always trying to figure out how to best serve our community is most of the ideas come out of just creation. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we get to get paid to to create and to ideate and to do it in the way we do. I think that's fun. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking to kind of what you were just saying. Yep. Um, I put on here, we get some flexibility in our schedules. Uh, we be, partly because, um, and this is also maybe one of, one of the cons is our schedule is that what we do isn't nine to five, even if it is kind of nine to five during the week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that happen. There's youth that happens every Sunday night. There's band practice, tech practice that happens on Wednesday nights. There's, you know, just mm-hmm. events and things that happen. And so we, we offer that and some flexibility for mm-hmm. people. Hey, I've got to go meet with these people this night, this night, this night. Oh, okay. And we give them flexibility. So I think because of that, mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of flexibility is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, a lot of times there's, there's flexibility mm-hmm. in what we get to do. Um, I put, we get to work with some really fun people. We have fun in meetings, like mm-hmm. many as we've talked, and other times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rallies and staff times. We get together. We have breakfast. We go out and, you know, every once in a while we'll do a staff lunch or for Christmas. We'll go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. We went and did a game show thing. And so it was just a lot of fun. And I'm, yeah. I, I, hope, I hope organization you work at does some fun stuff. I think it's yeah. important to have fun together. Mm-hmm. And I think the people we work with are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we get paid to be at church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is my favorite day of the week. Mm-hmm. I love tech me. I love that. But I, I love Sundays for part of the reason is all the prep work that is, mm-hmm. which for me, if it's preaching or that is the stressful part when it's done and we're there at Sunday, it's getting to be with the, you know, it's like, you know, you prepare Maria was doing, you're preparing lights, you're preparing mm-hmm. songs, you're preparing set lists, you're preparing moments, you're preparing for kids and to, to do something special in middle school all of the preparation work 
gets to come to fruition on the Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love Sunday. Yeah. I never get bored with Sundays. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it. Yep. I get excited. Yep. And so those are a few pros. Do you have any other quick pros to add? Nope. Right. Those are good ones. Yeah, okay. Great. Cons. Always dealing with unrealistic expectations. <laughs> <laughs> By whatever you do mean. Um, we will never make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, either music's too loud mm-hmm. or it's too dark in here. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know, j- there's just a myriad of, and I understand that, that we cannot do everything to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is just part and parcel with the role of leading people mm-hmm. is that there are what I would say are sometimes unrealistic expectations, things that we can't do. And we, we have intentionality behind what we do and it doesn't make people happy. Mm-hmm. And so th- that, that could be taken in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It was just a general one to cover, you know, mm-hmm. I'm mean, just, we've had people who just, you know, y- y- you don't make enough time for me. Yeah. Well, I'm trying, but you know, I'm, you might have 30 people on your team, mm-hmm. you, you know, and they don't have as much time or whatever, and it's unrealistic, mm-hmm. then you're not intentionally trying to do it. Yep. So with that, uh, I put on here, um, we get to meet with people. <laughs> the double-edged sword. Um, I think one of the pros to what ministry is, is if you're a people person, you get to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And I, I am... Again, not everybody is probably wired like I am an extrovert who really, I get filled up. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll never see me hiding in my office like mm-hmm. on Sundays when I'm not mm-hmm. preaching. Like I'm out here during worship. I'm out in the lot foyer. I'm just with people all the time because I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a privilege mm-hmm. to be able to lead people, to have, I've had incredible, like you talked about, just moments with conversations with mm-hmm. people where you're getting, yeah. they're asking you for help. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. spiritual help or life help. And, and it feels like an honor to be able to provide yeah. some ideas and things for people in their yeah. journey. I think the other end of that is that it can be really hard because we have to deal with really tough things. Yeah. In ministry, you're dealing with painful situations. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with brokenness. You're dealing with addiction. You're dealing with uh, really complicated people coming to us because tragedy, trauma just happened. Mm-hmm. And you can't help but, but carry the weight of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, and some people are difficult. You just, sometimes you just deal with difficult people. doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. They're just difficult. And so, you know, I think it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, another con, um, we have to have a lot of hard conversations. Mm-hmm. We have to tell people no. We have to step people down from positions or roles because of problems. And that is never fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that other people don't in, in business because I think you have to have hard conversations everywhere. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes the perception is... Yeah. Everybody in ministry is just, oh, it's just one big happy family. And it's just, mm-hmm. we just so much fun. You just get to be with everybody and love it. No, we also have to have hard conversations with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I add on a strength yeah. that I remember, or uh, a pro? Yeah. Kind of connect to that. And again, yeah. this is probably, I wouldn't, I won't declare this for every church, but for our kind of church culture. Yeah. Uh, you can't be working in our kind of church culture and not continually grow in your gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're, like you will, if you're going to keep, working at a place like this, you're going to grow in leadership. You're going to grow in your ability to have hard conversations. Yeah. You're going to grow in communication. You're going to grow even in organization. You're going to like, it's going to continue to grow you as a human and in your skill set. Yeah. I think that's a huge pro. It is a pro. 
and, and the flip challenge. side of it, the challenge is you need to grow. Yeah. And if you don't, it won't go well. Yeah. Like we all have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is another one I put on here. Church kind of gets ruined when you're on staff. Yeah. Like the idea of just being able to go to church and enjoy and you find when you go visit other places, it's so hard when you're responsible for putting on a service and experience the space to whether it's here or any place you go, you're just like ruined. You're just like, why are they doing that? That was really awkward. Three seconds. Why was nothing happening right mm-hmm. in that moment? Why, you know what I mean? Again, part of that is because of the way we approach. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm weird. I don't know. If I, I like you. It doesn't that? bother you. No, so mm-hmm. I'm weird. It does. Like I notice. I can't turn off. Well, I don't know. It's funny, EJ, because mm-hmm. he. I, I think I told y'all we were in this like all these pastors, like fifty from around the country, are like you know getting up and we're all standing up saying something to EJ and Rachel and. And, and I, afterwards, I'm like, I'm the least spiritual person in this entire room. Like, I, I mean, everybody, part of it is we're just, we're intentionally not churchy in mm-hmm. our language. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but anyways, one of the things uh, EJ asked me to do, he said, you know, on Saturday night, he goes, hey, I know how you're wired. I know how, you're th- I know how you think. I want you to write down all your observations and send them to me. Yeah. So I uh, spent my plane flight back i mean those novels pages and pages and pages <laughs> uh-huh. and i sent it to him too i haven't heard back from him so uh, we'll see no, how, how that went um <laughs> but i will say and there were several things i noticed that yes drove me crazy um but i will say like if i'm going to another church i will observe and write down stuff i think is cool but there is a part of me that can de- that can, can compartmentalize yeah and can say no during worship i'm going to close my eyes not see anything and yeah. lose myself in worship yeah i'm going to try to posture myself to receive from yeah. the message like so i don't know i don't, ruined be, would be a strong word for me i, I don't know that it's ruined it for me i don't me. mean ruined ruined but i don't know it, it probably depends on the environment I'm in. yeah 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 like if you're in an environment that values excellence and those things is a little bit easier mm-hmm. for me to compartmentalize and do that sure um so th- that's how i'd answer the question. Yeah. yeah i've i've just been so nitpicky when it comes to sound and the mix mm-hmm. and the quality of that and the you know the atmosphere in the room and mm-hmm. you know it's we the quality of every piece and part and all that stuff so and again i i don't think we're the best and all that we're not but we we strive for it so you can, it's an intentionality that we have yeah. so i just I wouldn't say ruin, but it does make it hard for me yes. to receive. Yeah, okay. that's what I said. Yeah, um, I put on this. Weekends are never really free. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, there's all you're always on. You can't really miss. Um, and maybe that's a little bit more role dependent. But you know, um, and we get our weekends on Friday and Saturday, depending on the role you're in. Mm-hmm. So I'm not complaining about that. But it, it's not the whole hey. You know, in some jobs, it's like oh, we're going to go for the weekend down to Cincinnati and do that. It's like that's hard to do that when you have a spouse that works during the week, you end up getting a very short window, mm-hmm. not a complaint, but it's, yeah. it's what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Same for uh, holidays. Huh? Same for holidays. Except for, it says same for holidays. Yeah. I mean, it depends on if the holiday falls on a particular, whatever. Like, well, I'm saying like for me specifically with my family out of town, um, I've not made it back for Christmas Eve with my parents probably in nine years. You no, that's, that can't be true. Cause we didn't have anything Christmas Eve, probably three years ago. We have the last couple of years. Didn't you go early? Three years ago may have been when I got food poisoning. Uh, but but, 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 you, but you what I'm saying is yet. like, yeah, it's just like, we're, I mean, that's part of it yeah. is when, Easter and Christmas, that's, yeah, that's your game day. Yeah, you're on. That's your Super like, Bowl. Yeah, you're not, you're not yeah. planning. Well, and we've, so again, this is not a complaint. It's a no. con. Yeah. Well, and it's like even around Easter every year when our kids were in school, 
at the school they're at, spring break, they always put around Easter. Mm-hmm. So they'd go, here's two days off the week before Easter, <laughs> and here's a day af- after or two days after. We, you're not planning a trip. We're yeah. never gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, for example, this weekend. It's a three-day weekend this weekend with Martin Luther King Day on Monday. And so some people would, like, say, oh, I'm going to take the weekend, and I'm going to, like, go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. And that, we won't be able to do right. that. Yeah. So. No. Um, That's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you, forgot. you forgot. You forgot. Didn't you? We didn't talk about it on uh, Monday, did we? Did y'all talk about it? I don't know we did. Yes. Anyways, we, we're, we, having, we're having uh, a we current... I put on here that at times we're required to be at a lot of events outside mm-hmm. of your work work hours, mm-hmm. um, just because we serve a community that also work during the week, last and most we had, of our events are in the evenings or Saturday mornings or Saturday time we nights had or circle leader training. Yeah, those here. Yeah, so, so the, there's things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I put on there already. We sit with people in really dark situations, tough times. It's hard not to carry that. Um, I, I put just last couple ones relationships with employees and your spiritual family get blurred Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it can be painful when you have to deal with work problems. Mm -hmm. You know, like you you build such a family community, plus you have a spiritual mission. You you really feel like you're, you're on a team and you're trying to do something. And so there's, it's, this is common with any church. This isn't Mm -hmm. just our church. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying that it's really hard because in, in work, I tell this to people in business. I'm like, in work, you have a, a problem with an employee, you deal with it, they don't like you, it doesn't matter, you're not going to see them except in work unless you mm-hmm. fire them. Yeah. But in a church, especially that, they become your close, like, you become close friends. Your families become connected, they yeah. do things together, your kids know each other and play together, your spouses know each other, you know. And so when there's a challenge, a work one, you're trying to deal, and you can't, and it depend like it creates a fracture and it affects your relationships. Yeah, it's uh it really does there's that verse where David said, you know, if it was my enemy that would have turned his back, but it was my brother. brother. There, there really is um a beauty but danger in spiritual community because mm-hmm. yeah. it creates a tie that's so intimate yeah. um, and so powerful that when there is I mean, people forget church is made up of human beings. So yeah. there's gonna be disagreements, there's gonna be offenses. People are going to fail. Leaders are going to fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fail each other. Yeah. And when we do, it hurts worse. Yeah. Because it's a spiritual yeah. bond. Yeah. And then added on to that is what the thing you're speaking to is the complexity of leading yeah. where you, you're having to just to, to cipher through, am I just wearing a leader hat? Am I just wearing an employee employer hat? Am I also wearing a pastoral hat with yeah. this person? Like a friend how, hat? What is yeah, it? How do I seamlessly artfully navigate between these roles in yeah. the people's lives that I'm leading. Yeah. Um, and it's complex and it's yeah sticky and it, and it's, um, evolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. rare to have people who are on staff that if it's not working out, even if it's mutual mm-hmm. step off staff, but stay in community. Yes. yes. It happens, but it's rare, it is rare because there's so much around the, it's just, it's complicated. It's just yes. messier. So hats off to Kevin in the, in the, yeah, in the marketplace, I think it's still hard, mm-hmm. but you don't almost have to worry about ever seeing that person again. Mm-hmm. But when you've been in a small group with them, mm-hmm. <laughs> when everybody's friend, you know what I mean? It, it creates that. And with that, 
I put on because of the way we have to operate the business side. Last thing was often people mischaracterize you or say hurtful things about you because of decisions that you have to make in a leadership role for a community. But can mm-hmm. we add on to that? But you can't respond. I can't put respond. on there um, that it's not always fun taking the high road in those kinds of situations. So it's funny how we just immediately know what we're talking about. Yes. And it's just hard because, you know, you, you just have, yeah, it's. You got to navigate that. Um, I think those are great. I, 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 when you mentioned you were going to maybe go through some of those, I was trying to get some in my mind, and a lot of them you just hit. And I thought, yeah. I think all those are great. Uh, a couple, one, I'm just going to, I'm going to mention it, and move on, because yeah. neither one of you have to deal with this. But uh, when you're in pastoral ministry, dating is tricky. Yeah. Uh, and, anyways, we'll yeah. move on from that. And then also, I will say this: I think uh, it sounds really spiritual, but when you're in vocational ministry on the front lines of building the church, uh, there is a spiritual target on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yep. there is a, it, it is really hard to explain. Yeah. But um, the level, I do believe the level of spiritual attack increases. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to quantify that, but yeah. it's, it's there. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I don't even know if this is a con as much as I'm curious if you notice this in the IT world, if you notice this. One of the things that surprised me when I moved into full-time ministry was the emotional uh, fortitude it would take to have to be emotionally, spiritually on and full mm. so often. So like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I've told my story before, but basically when I, find, when I went on to full-time vocational ministry at the time, I'd pretty much been a full-time volunteer for a decade mm. and I'd gone up to help plan a church and um, but at the time to pay bills, I'd gone from retail management to helping as much as I could at the church, but also uh, serving tables at a really fun, high-paced restaurant for like 20, 30 hours a week. And I mean, I was on cloud nine when my pastor called and said, hey, I'm ready for you to start full-time. When can you start? Yeah. What I, what I was uh, surprised by mm-hmm. was I didn't factor in how much it had actually helped me emotionally to have an escape, so to yeah. speak, from all the pastoring in this job where, I don't want to say it's mindless, but literally, you know, you serve yeah. tables long enough, do anything with your hands long enough, yeah. you can kind of like turn off that part and escape and decompress. And and, and I, I didn't realize you how... disassociate. Yeah, in a way, that was a healthy balance for me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I didn't have that, and now I'm on 24-7. Yeah. Yep. And it doesn't matter if I'm emotionally empty. I have to have this conversation with this person. Yep. yep. Because if you're emotionally empty, you can still go and get your feet moving and your hands moving at yep. a restaurant yep. and kind of like work yourself out of it and get yep. lost in your head and whatever. Yep. But if you're, hit, especially depending on your role in ministry, right. some are more hands-on than others, but if your role is mainly people, like... Oh, it's hard. If you're emotionally empty, you still have to have the conversation. It's very hard. If you feel spiritually empty, yeah. you still have to pastor. Yep. yep. And uh, to borrow TD Jakes, yep. you got to lead while you bleed sometimes, yep. and that is... That can be really tough. It very much so. Um, so that that'd be another one I'd put even, out. Even preaching and preparing messages, if mm-hmm. you feel spiritually depleted, yeah. that's a really hard place to be it from. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. you still have to on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. And you could be going through a an emotional or personal pain, mm-hmm. and you have to I, – I don't think you have to leave it. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay, like you said, uh, what T.D. Jake said, lead you know, lead while you bleed. But I, I think – 
there's a level where you have to, you still have to do something. You still have a job to do. Yeah. Whether it's lead worship. You still have to yeah. do this. I think you just hopefully can do it from an authentic place, but it's hard to do that if you're struggling. It's very much, and I think that's common across the board because I think we've, we sit around here and all of us recognize that and feel that way, mm-hmm. but I think that's something that um, maybe people don't realize mm-hmm. yeah. that when you're having a conversation with someone who's on staff or a pastor, for example, a lot of times you might not even realize what they're going through or what's going yeah. on uh, mm-hmm. because of this thing. And uh, I, Can I say it this way too? This just kind of comes to me. I feel like if you're in general working on church staff, it is easier to stay more spiritually protected because there's just accountability yeah. and there's, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is made to shock people. I feel like coming onto church staff, while it's easier to be spiritually protected, it's harder to stay spiritually connected. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, and I, and I actually thank God for this. I'm glad for this because this helps me. This is a confirmation to me that my journey is genuine. Yeah. But, I mean, for 15 years before I was ever paid a cent to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was the kid that was, you know, spending every spare second at the church and in prayer meetings and doing all these things. And sometimes, to my shame, I look back, I'm like, man, I was more spiritual before I was on yeah. a church staff than I than I am now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I actually think it takes more intentionality when yeah. you're on church staff to remember your why. It does. And to stay connected to the reason you got into it. It does. Because you can... You can get so caught up in the mechanisms and the mechanics of doing for God yeah. and easily feel justified or forget that you haven't been with God. Yep. And I just think it's actually harder on staff. Mm-hmm. I, I think people think, man, easiest I love place Jesus. To hide. It is the easiest place to hide. I think people think, man, I'm so in love with Jesus. I will just on staff. It'd be even easier. And I'm just like, no, it's... in some ways, but in some ways not. I think I... Remember I talked about this at our staff yep, conference? I was actually mm-hmm. just going to bring this and, up. And I, I actually think it's, it's, it is harder. I think it's easier to fake it mm-hmm. around a spiritual. You can, I, in other words, you can think because I'm around a spiritual environment, therefore I am being spiritual. But you, mm-hmm. but you, not. But you may not be. Yeah. 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 And so that's, I think that's a great way to say it. You're, it's probably more spiritual, spiritually protected mm-hmm. because you, you, you're not – you're not you're not given a lot of leash in maybe a different business world and whatever to go run and end up making really bad decisions doing some wrong things maybe mm-hmm. that's a little bit harder to do in this environment mm-hmm. but i do agree i think it's way harder to be spiritually connected mm-hmm. i think that's a, a major transition that a lot of people aren't expecting and ready for mm-hmm. and i think it becomes a really hard I've, i i've seen people i feel like almost decline spiritually when mm-hmm. they've come on staff mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's because you have to have a certain amount of intentionality. I think you get a little jaded to things. I think you get a yep. different perspective. Uh, you get a little, I think that, that all happens. And I think it happens because ministry can kind of jade you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, to kind of sum up what you were saying earlier, ministry of all businesses is a people business, yep. Yep. which means you get the high, high, high highs. Yep. yep. Of people in the low, low. I mean, you get the most visceral joy of seeing people's lives change, of watching them grow, of watching them give their lives to Jesus, of watching them go on and do ministry and flourish in their lives, of having spiritual connection. And you get just as visceral a pain when you can't make people stop making stupid decisions. You can't make people follow Jesus. You can't make people rise in their potential. You can't, the the betrayal hurts even worse. When, when, When you 
pour your life into people and yep. then there's a decision they don't like and they just walk without a conversation. Like there's just, you have the deepest joys and frustrations yep. of working with people in ministry. This is why you have to have, in my opinion, if you're going to work in ministry, a very clear understanding of why yeah. you want to work in ministry. Yeah. Because if you don't, yeah. there will be moments in your time working on church as a staff where you feel like your faith is being challenged. You feel mm-hmm. like you're losing sight of it. And if you don't have mm-hmm. that anchor to tie yourself back yes. to why you yeah. started yep. this in the process, you will yeah. fall away. You will end up moving out of ministry. Yeah. You'll 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 find something to numb the disconnect that you feel. And so, if you don't have that that secure, clear mm-hmm. understanding yeah. of your calling and why you, you felt called to it, it, I think this is why we see people fall away. Yeah. It, any person who who lasts long in ministry, and mm-hmm. I'm talking. More than a couple of years. Yeah. Um, any pe- any person who lasts a long time has this clear understanding of, of why they're doing what they're doing and why it matters. Because if you don't, it because of what we're talking about, it's mm-hmm. easy to just yeah. The word lose you used, I think, so important. We would use kind of in a spiritual context. You, if you don't have a deep sense of calling yes. that you can circle back to in the tough times, you won't last. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is probably important because we have a lot of people ask us like, oh, "I love, I, I think I love to be in ministry." If you think joining church full-time is a good idea because you think it'd be a good idea. Change of pace or lifestyle yeah, or don't fun do it, or whatever. Man. Like it, it is not good to join ministry because you think it would be a good idea. Uh, maybe this is like a little bit of like... Um, or, how about this? Or you can't stand your current job. Yep. Yes. So you go, wow, I have fun on Sundays and they look like they have fun and I'd rather work there because it's yep. yeah. not fun working here. Yeah. I don't know what they told you. I, I've heard a lot of people in different... Uh, denominational context all say the same thing. So I think there's some universal truth to it. Uh, but for me, I, when I was talking to answer the question of the person in Seattle, I said, everybody's calling looks different. Everybody's after. I said, when it comes to your gifting and calling, God will use people to affirm you. Mm-hmm. There, there's a double-edged sword. You should never do anything for the applause of people, yeah. but God will use people to affirm your giftings and callings. Yeah. Um, but for me, part of it was my personality type. I'm an all-in person. So yeah. the moment Jesus crashed into my world, I couldn't imagine doing anything else with my life. And my youth pastor at the time, he spoke into what he saw in me. And, and one of the things he told me that his mentor told him, um, he had told him, son, if you can imagine yourself doing anything else in life, you better do it. There you, go. you should only do ministry if you can be unable to do anything with your life. And I've thought about this a lot again lately because there's so many things I want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, I want to open restaurants. I want to write books. I want to, like I do. I love to cook. I love to travel. I love to write. I love to consult. I love like I love to create things like, and so I'm like, oh, I almost got like worried the other day, but then kind of a nuanced thought hit me. I can imagine myself doing so many things in addition to ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. But to this day, 25 years later, I can't imagine myself doing anything instead of ministry. Yep. Yeah. It's good. Um, good and, so, it. and so for me, that, that sense of calling has got to be paramount. Yep. Um, and I think to, to, uh, on top of that, I heard Shelly Giglio say, maybe this is some of what we're saying. She said, uh, to survive in ministry, you've got to learn the art of having thick skin and tender heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you, you can fall into one of those mm-hmm. those two extremes where uh, you just you just get callous, yeah. and cynical, mm-hmm. or you're just so sensitive and secure that you just you don't want to be thick hearted or tender skinned. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tender heart 
thick skin. That's a uh, just any area of life. That's yeah. a great combination. Yeah. There you go. It's good. It's good. Really good. I'm actually talking about calling this weekend. There we Come go. on. Let's, Let's do go. it. So it's a, this uh, episode will be a good segue to it. Yep. For mm. anybody who's stuck with us this long to listen, <laughs> it's, yes. been a, it's been it's a been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a, it's so, been a long one. Well, well, hopefully, yeah. If you're listening, you enjoyed this. Um, we're on the other side of the curtain, so we don't really know what interests people. So if you're listening to this and it spurred on some questions, yeah. you're like, hey, this is some practical or, I don't know, some basic things I would, I'd be curious behind yeah. the scenes ministry, what it looks like. Please send in your questions to the X dot, uh, podcast at the X dot church. It's podcast at the X dot church. Send us in your questions and uh, we'll, we'll riff some more on it if there's any interest. Yeah. But um, uh, Homeschool Harry, thank you for joining us still gotta work on that one for okay we gotta workshop the nickname um and uh until next time we will see you next week hey guys it's russ thanks so much for listening we really believe if we can get around tables instead of behind screens if we can talk to each other instead of at each other we can make the world better to help us do that here are a few things you can do to help first If you haven't yet, leave a review on Apple or Spotify and hit subscribe on YouTube. This helps more than you know. Also, if you have been impacted by the community out of which this podcast comes, that's X Church. Maybe you're local or you've been touched by the messages and impact across the country, even the world. I want to encourage you to support this work. A powerful life principle is to invest in the people and places that invest in you. And so I want to invite you to do that right now by going to thex.church slash give. You can give a one-time small gift, a sacrificial gift, or even become a recurring partner. Together, let's keep elevating the conversation, thinking higher, loving deeper, and making the world better. Cheers.